Hello, everyone, and welcome to Eagles 360 here at the Novacare Complex. Dave Spadaro joined by Glenn Mack now on this Tuesday. The Eagles getting back to work after Sunday's loss. Looking ahead, Glenn, to a very difficult game on Sunday at MetLife Stadium. Those New York Jets. 2-0 New York Jets. And really impressive in their win over Indianapolis. Really impressive. Going out to Indianapolis, five turnovers dominate that game. Uh, yes, and so it becomes as we... Move now into week three. It's almost a must-win for the Eagles. But here's almost a must-win after the must-win. Everything's yeah, everything. I know. I think when you're 0-2, everything is a must-win. Yeah, and, and, and it is, but here's the good news, if there's any good news. Somebody's going to win this division with nine wins, Dave Spadaro. The Cowboys are so battered up. The Redskins are not a good team. The Giants may be worse. I don't want to be Mr. Rosie when it's not deserved, but somebody's going to win this division with nine wins, and it still could be the Eagles. Yeah, the division certainly has taken a different look in the first couple of weeks of this 2015 regular season. The troubles here, the injuries in Dallas, the Redskins with their quarterback situation, and the Giants just finding ways to lose late in games. Let's get you caught up with everything going on with the Philadelphia Eagles as we send it out to Alex Smith, our Eagles 360 update. Hi everyone, Alex Smith here with your 360 update presented by Sports Authority. Well, the Eagles have watched the film and they are ready to turn the page on Sunday's defeat to the Dallas Cowboys and look ahead to next Sunday's matchup with the New York Jets. Today we heard from Eagles defensive coordinator Bill Davis about the challenges that the Eagles secondary will face in playing a talented receiver like Brandon Marshall. Uh, you have to mix it so you have the proper matchup. Your zones have to, to give a little bit more attention to his side. Uh, your mans have to give a little bit more body help of two guys on them instead of one. Uh, they do a great job of moving them around a little bit. Uh, he's a big run-after-catch guy, more than you think. I mean, he's such a big, strong guy. He muscles up, makes a catch, and then he's a tough tackle. Uh, he is absolutely their primary weapon in this offense in the passing game. We also heard from Eagles offensive coordinator Pat Shermer as he spoke about the challenges that the Eagles offensive line will face in dealing with the Jets' front seven. They're a pretty sturdy group. I, I think you saw that last night. Um, but they're, they're very good pass rushers. They're big, sturdy guys. And uh, they're, they're, they're sort of one-gap players, but they're, they're thick. So they can almost appear almost two-gap at times. So it's going to be a challenge for us. Inside the Eagles locker room, we caught up with Brent Selleck and Jordan Matthews, who know that the Eagles offense can turn things around as long as everyone commits to doing their job. Because at the end of the day, everyone knows what their job is. You watch the film, it's one guy here, one guy there, every single time. So it's just, you know, we got to stop thinking as much, just start playing football. It's all eternal. If we go out there and do what we're supposed to do, I, I honestly believe we're always going to come out on the winning side. But at the same time, as we have to make sure we do the things on our side of the ball, you know, and on our side of the field that will help us win games and not worry about the, the rest of the things. An injury update here from the Novacare Complex. Linebacker Kiko Alonzo is most likely not going to play this Sunday, according to defensive coordinator Bill Davis. Meanwhile, inside linebacker Michael Kendricks is day-to-day -day as he deals with a hamstring injury. Defensive lineman said Thornton broke his hand during Sunday's game against the Cowboys, and we caught up with Thornton today who spoke about exactly when that injury occurred. A lot of emotion, a lot of adrenaline going on in the game, so I don't even remember. But uh, I know it was early on in the game. Uh, when in halftime, I started to feel it a little bit. And then that's when I really felt the um, effect in the third quarter. So uh, probably looked kind of bad in the third and fourth quarter, but uh, we'll get it together, though. 
Tomorrow we will once again hear from head coach Chip Kelly along with Sam Bradford and DeMarco Murray. And to get all the latest news on the Eagles, including the signing of quarterback Thad Lewis, be sure to keep it right here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. Thanks so much, Alex. Certainly Pat Shermer, Bill Davis, put in some difficult spots today. Lots of explaining to do after that loss to Dallas. Yeah, and I don't know what you say after that, right? They're going to give you the it's the fundamentals, and we got to catch the ball better, and we got to block better, and all of that is true. But Dave, there's a lot more that has to happen to beat yeah. the Jets. And words mean absolutely nothing at this point. It's action on the field. And when we return to Eagles 360 a little bit later in the show, we'll give you that first look at the New York Jets. But next, yeah, I know you don't want to hear it, but we've got some final thoughts, some interesting thoughts on what happened on Sunday. We're back in just a moment on Eagles 360. This fall at Dunkin' Donuts, get lost in pumpkin. Pick up your favorite pumpkin-flavored beverages and baked treats like the new pumpkin cheesecake square while they're still here. America runs on Dunkin'. to replenish everything you need to keep sweating what makes a temple owl meet Stella she's wise fierce and she's not alone Temple University where owls call home we are the cherry and white the city is our classroom we lead the rush hour, making our mark on every field around the world. A world without temple, well, that's like the sky without the North Star. Temple, never stopping. I step to Philly. I step to Philly. The bus. The trolley. Regional rail. I step to Philly. The 17 to training. Raw Street Line. To my parkway. Market Frankfurt Line. All night. We welcome you back. It's Eagles 360. Dave Spadaro, the great Glenn Macnow. His bold predictions coming later in the week. Make sure you stay tuned for that on Thursday. Let's go back to Dallas and talk about what happened on Sunday, Glenn, and really the lessons that the Eagles can learn moving forward. Like you said, blocking, yes, tackling better, running the football. We all know that, but what really can they do? What substantive things can they do? Well, there's a couple changes I really think they have to make, and one of them is they are going to have to start throwing the ball deep. Um, Dallas just jumped the run every time, and if you're only going to throw the ball six yards every play, they're not going to cover you deep. They're not going to respect that. I know Sam Bradford's strength is not 20 yards uh, or more downfield. I know the offensive line hasn't given them a lot of chances, but sooner or later they're going to have to break out the deep ball, and I think that helps everything. Couldn't really disagree with you more, and really? I'll tell you why. Oh, I'll tell you why. Because this is working so well. This is not working well, but at this point, let's defenses, especially the New York Jets with their outstanding secondary, this is not where you want to turn the football over down the field. I understand, take some shots down, and the Eagles had some shots down the field. Riley Cooper on the sideline, Jordan Matthews across the middle, Miles Austin down the sideline as well. Some opportunities were there. I just want to get back to some tempo coming out early and establishing the line of scrimmage. To me, that's what it is. If that means yeah, Max but you're just giving me you got to block but better. No, but establishing no, the line no, of scrimmage if, means win the win the battles. If, if that, I means, if that, that. means if that means 
forgetting the stretch run, if that means more north and south, that's what I'm talking about. Well, then about. I'll give you another one, and maybe you'll like okay. this one better. All right. Put the quarterback under center a little bit. Let the uh, running back, whether it's Murray or whether it's, geez, let's, let's play Matthews a little bit. Let him get up a little bit of momentum before he hits the hole. Let the, op the uh, opposition not be in the backfield before he gets the ball. So, you like that one better? Eh, not really. <laughs> Eagles tried that four times in the loss to Dallas, 25% of their uh, snaps in the run game and it didn't work there. Uh, it's, okay, it, the, the, you the tell me then. <laughs> you tell me. Let's how change about, that strategy to something that works. What do you how got? How about block and, and, and listen, uh, go against the tendencies. I think this is a time of the year, as is every week, where self-scouting becomes so important. If defenses have a read on what Chip Kelly and this offense is doing, then you got to change it up. Then you have to come out with some different look or the same look in a different play. You have to add to the playbook. You have to try something that you used in April out on the practice field and tried it now. Give a different look. Maybe, Glenn, how about this? How about some different personnel? How about Trey Burton on the field to stretch things out just a little bit? How about uh, maybe... Well, here's the question with different personnel. Are you going to change your guards at all? Are you going to look at Dennis Kelly at all? Are you going to try those guys in there? And I know... They said this week, Chip said, we're not going to do that, and I'm sure he feels that way today. But if you can't get any better push from those guys on the offensive line, and I think it's Hurt and Kelsey too, I think you've got to look at putting in the other guards. I think this is the kind of game where you don't get fancy. The tweaks you make are very subtle. And then you rely on the basics, on the fundamentals. I'll go back to 2003 You're once again. Fundamentals. The Eagles lose the first two games of that 2003 season. They didn't change anything. They got better at what they were doing. And that's really, in my opinion, what it's going to come down to. Because at this point, Glenn, you can't really change a whole lot. You can't all of a sudden start huddling and taking time off the no. clock and doing all the things that you've gone against your entire coaching career. Dave, they miss the deep ball, this team. They do. And you're telling me you can't do it against the Jets because they're so good. I'm telling you that if you're going to beat the Jets, the way you're going to beat the Jets is sometimes you have to beat a team's strength. And if you can compete two, you complete two or three passes down the field, you open up everything. And I agree with that. However, the only way to throw it down the field is to first establish the line of scrimmage and get those safeties to creep up. Hold because on. I, did, I didn't know blocking was one of my options Blocking there. and fundamentals. Oh. Tackling really, too? Newt Rockney? That, wouldn't, throw hurt, that, one in that there? wouldn't hurt at all. Let's take a look at those New York Jets in just a moment. When we return to Eagles 360, the Jets, they are flying high. What's going on in New York? With extra 20 checking from Santander, you can get paid $20 a month. Just direct deposit $1,500 or more and pay two bills a month with the online bill pay feature. Then you can get paid $20 a month. That's just the way it works. So what are you waiting for? A better network as explained by a door. This is data on a wireless network. Look, a door. Let's all go through it together. When it gets busy, it can get overwhelmed like this. A better network prepares for heavy traffic with more capacity. The door is bigger! A better network like Verizon, for instance. I'm right for a big door! The tournament is there. You're here. And before you take the team's star midfielder from here to there, along with his entourage, you have some things to do, like finding a place to stay, getting an oil change, mapping out the best route. Yes. Are we there yet? No. Roadside assistance? Not today, but always on call. So wherever your journey takes you, AAA helps you get there. So everyone's a winner. Start your journey at AAA.com. I stepped to 
Philly. I sup the Philly. The bus. The trolley. Regional rail. I sup the Philly. The 17 to training. Raw Street Line to my parkway. Market Frankfurt Line. All night. Hey, Eagles fans, it's the official coffee, donut, and breakfast sandwich of your Philadelphia Eagles. Dunkin' Donuts has everything you need to keep your season running. Stop by Dunkin' Donuts and fuel up for game day. We welcome you back, Eagles 360, Dave Spadaro, Glenn Mack. Now, time now to talk about the New York Jets, our first look at the Jets. Glenn Mack now. Let's do it. You didn't think they'd be 2-0, did you? I did not think they'd be 2-0. I really didn't. Um... And, and I know a lot of people think Todd Bowles was, you know, a terrific addition as coach. I was a little skeptical, but he's done very well. Uh, their defense, after the first two weeks, has allowed 20 points. Ten turnovers they've got in the first two games. They had 13 turnovers all last year. So that's really improved. And their offense, they can run the ball. All right, let's, look, let's take a look here at some of these position-by-positions. And we must first start at the quarterback position. It's Sam Bradford against Ryan Fitzpatrick. And who would have thunk it? Fitzpatrick having the better of the first two games with four touchdown passes, two interceptions, a good completion percentage, 64%, managing the offense well, Glenn. Sam Bradford, on the other hand, has struggled after that good second half in Atlanta. Otherwise, really nothing from the passing game. No, otherwise, really nothing from the passing game. Uh, Fitzpatrick is the smartest quarterback in the league, right? We all yep. know that. He went to Harvard. And part of the smart is he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. And I think the Jets want to beat you 13 to 10 so his job is just don't make any mistakes and so far he's done that and he's got some weapons and he's got a running game led by Chris Ivory now you may not know Chris Ivory's name although you play fantasy football and you see him he brings it to the line of scrimmage a hard running charging running back he's averaging 4.4 yards per carry uh, not much in the pass game but he's he's tough he's physical he kind of epitomizes what the Jets are all about yeah they use him they use Bilal Powell who also is very good and those guys in the first two games have run for about 250 yards. They're averaging about 4.3, 4.4. And so the Jets are playing. You know, it's like the old New York Giants. Just control the ball, have our defense uh, win the game, and we'll beat you in a low-scoring affair. And DeMarco Murray, the numbers say it all. 21 carries, 11 yards, a .5 yard per carry average. Stunning, 19, shocking. 19 inches a carry, it, it's It's really remarkable. 19 inches per carry. And it's not a laughing matter at all. It's really serious stuff here. The Eagles did not see this coming. They thought that with the addition of Murray, with Ryan Matthews, with Darren Sproles, running tempo, controlling the line of scrimmage, that they could just wear down opponents and set up the passing game. Glenn, Sproles has been the only one who's been effective. Yeah. He's been effective mostly in that wheel rather going outside, and that seems to be working. But you can't base your whole offense on Darren Sproles. And it's been a frustrated DeMarco Murray through the first two weeks of this 2015 season, and it doesn't get any easier against what I think could likely be considered the best defensive front in the NFL. We'll talk about that in just a bit. Let's go to the wide receiver position. Brandon Marshall has found a home in New York. Now, the Jets will be without Eric Decker. It's all going to be on Brandon Marshall. He's big. He's strong. Uh, he goes up and gets the football. He's the kind of receiver you think would be a press candidate for Byron Maxwell, but the Eagles secondary really hasn't done a whole lot of that. No, they've been ineffective at that, and if you're going to play that, what you're going to have to do, what Byron Maxwell's going to have to do is play in a little closer. Try to hit these guys off the line, try to distract the route before Brandon Marshall gets to it. Yeah, they catch a break with Decker out, like they caught a break last week with Des Bryant out, and the defense really wasn't your problem last week. Um, so, 
the Jets passing game, and this is going to burn me, is not the part that worries me. Yeah, I understand that. To me, it's the defense. Jordan Matthews, a case of the drops this season. Three drops for Matthews after such an effective rookie season. He'll work at it. He'll get better at it. A lot of confidence here in Jordan Matthews. But make no mistake, the Eagles need Matthews in the pass game. He goes up against a very difficult uh, slot defender for the Jets. We'll talk about that throughout the week here. That secondary in New York is not just a two-man group. It's going to be a really tough assignment. The Eagles need Matthews involved. Well, and, and he's clearly Bradford's favorite target. I don't remember exactly the numbers, but he's getting more than 50% of the wide receiver targets, which is why when I say earlier you got to get the deep ball involved, I think you got to get Nelson Aguilar a little bit more involved. The rookie looked so good in training camp when they used him in uh, the preseason. I think you need a breakout game one of these weeks from Aguilar. Against Cromartie? Yeah. Against Revis, Revis Island yeah. and Buster Scrine. Yeah, works good in safeties the slot. as well, yeah. but it's going to have to happen. You've got to win this game on your terms. And the Jets, by the way, allowing just 8.5 points per game. They are first in the NFL in terms of points allowed. It is a great group that they put together. Todd Bowles likes to bring it with the blitz, very aggressive at the line of scrimmage. And if you watch the game on Monday night, you might wonder how in the world are the Eagles going to get this offense untracked? against that New York Jets defense. Huge assignment on Sunday. Indeed it is. Yes. I gave you my solutions, man. Yeah, you don't I, buy them. We'll, we'll, we'll see that after you, it occurs. Just do what you do and do it better. So that is what uh, we assess as the first look at the Jets. We'll get through more as the week goes along. The Jets impressive, certainly. And when we return to Eagles 360, where you go to the world of fantasy football, Alex Smith, Joe Dolan, breaking it down week three in our fantasy spin. Hi, my name is Jim Taylor. I've been with Acme for 34 years. Our Lancaster brand beef is the best around. We cut our meat fresh every day. We actually have customers come from other stores just for our meat. Freshness is our number one priority. No one beats our fresh fish. We have the freshest apple, the crispiest lettuce. Fresh produce is what we do. We do the best cake decorating in the area, hands down. 123 years strong. Come on in, you'll see the changes, you'll feel it, you'll love it. I got tickets, Metro tickets. You need a Metro ticket, talk to me, please. How do I even know these are real tickets? Yeah, you, you know, you just touch it. How do I know they're legit? Is the, this leather legit? I mean, how do we really know? It looks good, right? Is the Metro paying you to do this? No, I'm paying myself. I gotta oh, make that profit. Makes more sense. Does a baby need a Metro ticket? I'll give her one on me. These tickets, they're not stealing your soul. You can look at them. Man, nobody wants to buy tickets from a guy on the street. I don't understand. At Lincoln Financial, we believe you're the boss of your life, the chief life officer. In charge of creating memories, planning futures, and keeping promises. Ask your financial advisor how Lincoln Financial can help you take charge of your future. Life, income, retirement, group benefits, and advice. Lincoln Financial, you're in charge. We welcome you back. It's Eagles 360. Dave Spadaro, Glenn Macnow. We're together every Tuesday and Thursday. And now we take a look at the world of fantasy football, our fantasy spin with Alex Smith and Joe Dolan. Hi, everyone. Alex Smith here, and welcome inside the NovaCare Complex Studios for another week of Fantasy Spin presented by Bud Light. 
I am joined, as I am every week, by Joe Dolan, the managing editor over at FantasyGuru.com. Joe, let's dive right into things this week. We always start off this segment by talking about which Eagles you're keeping an eye on. You've gone with Sam Bradford and DeMarco Murray in the first two weeks. Where are you going this time around? Uh, I just want to see some improvement from the Eagles in general, to be honest, Alex. Um, I'm sure everybody's a little bit disappointed uh, um, in overall the lack of consistency from the Eagle offense. Now, Jordan Matthews, I would say, has been the Eagles' standout player, but even he needed some garbage time production to really get it done last week against Dallas. I want to see the Eagles start to run the ball consistently because I want to see what their plan is for DeMarco Murray and Ryan Matthews and that run game. I was somebody who thought Ryan Matthews was going to have some standalone flex value this year. And while we're still 14 games away from the end of the season, I'd like to see the Eagles start to get going so I can see them execute that plan. That's what I really want to see against a tough Jet defense. As for your surprise start this week, you're looking at a rookie who has all the potential in the world uh, over with the St. Louis Rams. Hasn't been healthy in the first two weeks, but if he's healthy, you like him this week. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure how much of a surprise start this is, but um, I know I'm going to get a lot of questions from people. Hey, if Todd Gurley comes back this week, should I start him? I'm going to be full systems go. Through two games, the Rams' leading rusher is a wide receiver, Tavon Austin. They absolutely need Todd Gurley. They're going up against a shoddy Pittsburgh defense. I think the Rams will integrate Todd Gurley into their game plan heavily as soon as he's healthy and out there on the field. All signs are pointing to Todd Gurley making his debut in Week 3, and I will be putting him in my lineups if I have him. As for your surprise sit for this week, it's a running back that a lot of people were very high on this week. But he's got very high on this year, but he's had some injury problems, and, and you're a little bit questionable about him this week. Yeah, it's Eddie Lacy, the Green Bay Packers. He was actually my number one overall running back heading into this year. Unfortunately, um, hurt his ankle very early in the game against Seattle this past week. The reason why I'm a little down on starting Eddie Lacy is because he plays on Monday night. And if you can wait on Eddie Lacy because you have James Starks or another option on your bench who you can plug in there, from Monday night's game, I'm fine with waiting. But if I have to play somebody on Sunday, I have another. Maybe I have Todd Gurley. I'd rather do that than wait around on Eddie Lacy, especially if he's not going to be playing at 100%. Looking around at the waiver wire, you're focusing on a player who you spoke about a couple of weeks ago on this segment. He had a huge rushing performance in our nation's capital last week. Yeah, it's Matt Jones of Washington, and look, I think he's the number one waiver pickup of the week. I was stashing him before the season on every team I could. He's just a better fit for what Washington wants to do offensively, in my opinion, with those gap counter runs. He's, he was phenomenal. Downhill with power. He can also catch the ball. I actually had him on my SiriusXM radio program, and he said the coaches came up to him and told him before the game last week that he was going to be heavily involved. He made the most of his opportunity. Alfred Moore still started, got a bunch of carries, but 35 of his under 60 rushing yards came on one run. I would be really excited to add Matt Jones. I am still convinced that he's got a very good shot to be Washington's top back when all said and done this season. He's my number one waiver pickup of the, of the week. And Joe, last but certainly not least, any other players that you're keeping an eye on heading into week three? Yeah, it's Tyler Lockett of the Seattle Seahawks at wide receiver. This offense has been really sputtering. Um, they need some sort of juice, and I think Tyler Lockett's somebody who can provide it. He's still played a lot of snaps, and if you don't get return yardage or return touchdowns in your league, his value is down a little bit. 
But he's a guy who I wouldn't be surprised if he led all Seattle wide receivers in receiving by the end of the year. Keep an eye on him. See if the Seahawks can get on track this week because he might be a hot waiver pickup sometime in the next week or two. Well, that will wrap things up for week three of Fantasy Spin presented by Bud Light. Our thanks to Joe Dolan, the managing editor of FantasyGuru.com. Be sure to follow Joe on Twitter at FG underscore Dolan and listen to him on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. We'll see you next week on Fantasy Spin. Thanks so much, guys. We've got one more segment to go. It's Eagles 360. We're back in just one moment. With extra 20 checking from Santander, you can get paid $20 a month. Just direct deposit $1,500 or more and pay two bills a month with the online bill pay feature. Then you can get paid $20 a month. That's just the way it works. So what are you waiting for? Carbs to compete. Electrolytes to replenish. Everything you need to keep sweating. Your best defense against prostate cancer is early detection. Prostate cancer shows no symptoms in its earliest stages when it's more treatable. Talk to your doctor about whether screening is right for you. It could be your most important defensive play of the year. Schedule your appointment today. Call 1-800-JEFF-NOW or visit jefferson.edu slash prostate to learn more. Make a smart play. Talk to your doctor about screening. A wave of game day excitement is rolling into Dunkin'. Taste the new Tailgater breakfast sandwich stacked with smoked sausage, fire-roasted peppers and onions. America runs on Dunkin'. Enter at PhiladelphiaEagles.com for a chance to win a pair of tickets in the Amoroso Suite when the Eagles take on the Buffalo Bills at Lincoln Financial Field. We welcome you back. It's Eagles 360. Dave Spadaro, Glenn McNell. Some final thoughts on this Tuesday, Glenn other than how the offense can get untracked. You know, my final thought is I never imagined it would be week three and the Eagles would be in a must-win game against a 2-0 Jets team. That I never imagined, but we're there, and they have to turn it around this week. Or, Dave, it's going to be a long, sad time around these guys. Yeah, really going to be difficult. Uh, an 0-3 start is not one that you want to kind of jump over. Backs and, uh, against the wall, right? This is I love all the cliches. I love all the And actually, I agree with that. This is the week to learn a lot about the Philadelphia Eagles, the coaching staff, the leadership, the adjustments made. What does this team have inside? Adversity is here. How do the Eagles respond? We've got Chip Kelly in studio tomorrow. We'll find out from him what he thinks about the New York Jets, among other things. And uh, we've got a little cover two segment as well. Some local reporters with Chris McPherson talking about an 0-2 Philadelphia Eagles team and what they can do to rebound. Dave Spadaro, Glenn Macknow, we thank you for joining us. Have yourselves a great Eagles day.